You're listening to the Rough and Tumble Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one. See, I was singing that earlier before I even came to the house. I was singing it with my daughter. I didn't realize I knew much how much of that song. Fuck it. We're gonna just uh, skip the sound effects because we might have to figure that out later, dude. I'm sorry. I had to build the. Goddamn studio. We're I live. Helped. We're recording. Uh, we're I helped going. you build the studio, so you didn't do it by yourself. Yeah, kind of. Like mm. you, you taped the lights. And homie, I don't think people up. understand how hard that was. Well, anyways, we have a special guest on the Rep and Tumble podcast, <laughs> Nate Murdoch, my good buddy. No, uh, nobody can hear what you're doing with your hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 but we have video now, so you can see yeah, it. Yeah, so what if they watch it on the podcast, or on yep. the YouTube? Nate, thanks for uh, coming in. Hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the whole episode, isn't it? It's just that. Uh, we're going to have to ask questions that are based around that only that answer. Only. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing I would say is when you do talk, talk really close to the microphone. Talk close. Yeah. It's an honor. <laughs> because we had tj brown on last episode and he talked mostly from back here okay and you cannot hear him you well, can move that microphone weird. by yeah, the way it moves. you don't have to like you don't have to move yourself yeah <laughs> there you go, there you go. Wow. um you're free to you're free to roam free range explore, podcasting explore That's what the space. Like i'm sorry what <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to wear the headphones can you hear me without talking in the headphones What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> it's super. It's super reverbery. I'm reverbery. Back. I hear you. You can hear me now. Reverb. It's reverbed. Uh, it's we, out. Yeah, it is really. Reverbed. Because we're in a very empty room right now, with no kind of like we have a blanket up. That's it. I've always enjoyed the empty room acoustics. The empty room acoustics. Well, yeah, but I don't think they're conducive for podcasts. They're mostly conducive for shower singing. Like if you're singing, because. I too respect a good echoey room when I'm singing by myself. But when now I just it's gonna bother me the whole podcast. Yeah, it will me too. I think it'll clean up in post production. Sorry, audience. Yeah. This is just how episode seventeen is. So Nate, end. you drove all the way from Dallas, Texas? <laughs> yeah. Plano Plano area. <laughs> <laughs> The Plano proper. <laughs> yeah. North, Northwest Arkansas. Represent. Go Hogs. Go Hogs. What a... Ooh. But... F- f- <laughs> I'm not going to jump in on that one with you, buddy. <laughs> I'm just... I don't have that kind of pride, you know? Like, I don't well, care. Well, I'm from Louisiana, so... I mean, oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. The okay. LSU thing was... It runs deep. I just don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm oh. just... <laughs> neutral party. I'm like... Canada, I don't know. Well, and like we talked about that before. Like, I'm not a football fan. I'm not like a big jock or anything like that. But being in the military, we travel a lot, and so like I was telling Johnny before, I'm a huge LSU fan because it's like when I travel the world, I took that with me. Does that make sense? 
you know, so like when I was stationed in, in Texas, I was a big LSU fan then because it was like a, I was bringing a part of my home with me somewhere else, and it kind of grew from there. So now I'm a huge LSU fan, which we're we're doing really well this year. Well, it's like you're probably part of that identity crisis group. Oh, the one we talked about yeah. earlier. Yeah. I don't have an identity crisis. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, man. <laughs> I know exactly who I am. You're not like that. I, I'm whoever Instagram tells me to be. You're not like that typical. Like, you don't you don't really enjoy football, do you? Really? I mean, I I've never known. I you to be am that not person. a huge uh, fan as far as like understand like knowing the st- statistics of a lot of different uh, players. Yeah, and knowing who's coaching who. Like, I really am not super worried about that. But like, I respect what the athletes do for sure, and I'm in into what they're doing and and. Uh, you know, try to implement some of those things into my life, but I'm not like, I don't feel like I have enough time to dedicate to that sort of thing. No, I'm the same way. Like I've got guys I work with that they'll sit around and talk about all the different players. Like, cause they're a bunch of Arkansas fans, obviously. And, and that's exactly what they'll do. And I'm like, I don't fucking have, like, where do you guys learn this much about these yeah. people? Like, is there a website out there that just talks about all these people's stuff? Like, I don't know. Well, there's lots of different things that talk about all, all that stuff. And I'm not super, int- I'm not super interested in it. I'd rather just like ride a skateboard or yeah, like yeah. Train, um, train some jujitsu or something. That's uh that's, yeah, that's, that's something that uh, we've talked a lot about on the podcast too, is just mm-hmm. like, that's something that's really common as I've always thought of it as like, uh, the idea to, uh, the people that like stray away from the team sports, that kind of that kind of person, really enjoys a sport like jujitsu. Yeah, like I couldn't get into team sports because if we lost a game, it was like I didn't lose. Like coach didn't let lost. me play. Yeah, you guys, you guys lost. I was on the sidelines. I sat I here the whole time. Still lost, but <laughs> still, I didn't get to do anything. Jujitsu is a great way for the nerds and the outcasts to mm-hmm. excel. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. It's uh, yeah, and it's also, but it's also been. It's funny that like it's, it's been the flip side of that too. Like, it's also let the bullies Mm. excel and like the crazy people. He can move that around, dude. If you need to, like, yeah. I'm sorry. What? (laughs) Can you can you still hear me with the headphones off, Nate? (laughs) Hold on. Let me me put them in. Oh, oh, are you good? Can you hear me? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's so much different now. It kind of is, dude. I can't believe actually that oh. we don't have carpet in here. It's a huge sound it's difference. It's a real big difference, man. We really need to take that into well, maybe account you, next time. Maybe we, if you pull up the hardwood, there'd be carpet underneath. Oh, dude, yeah. It does feel like pretty soft hardwood. It's never been like that. It's never been the case. So you guys can hear a big difference from what you're used to hearing yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Acoustic, for okay. sure. See, I, I don't know what the I end product. No, I have nothing to reference the, it to. Right, I have no idea what the end product is going to sound like because I haven't heard it. Mm-mm. With this is the first uh, one in the new in the new studio, my magic sauce. Yeah, which dude? Let me get you some more. Let's fix this for you because that's I know that's driving you crazy. <laughs> you feel like you're attached to a leash. I'm like hello. <laughs> <laughs> we had to. I I just mess with things like nervously anyways. Okay. 
Thank you. You got some more room there? Oh, yes. Okay. I'm good. Thank you. Yes, queen. All right. Freebird. You got enough room? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'm good to go. Okay. I can even move mine, like, over here, and then yeah. I have more, mm. just as long as I don't spill my beer. Okay. All now. right. Okay. Oh, so <laughs> I guess for people that don't. For people, <laughs> for people that, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, nobody knows. We're in my new house mm -hmm. um, that Bop bought um, for me because I'm just a, that I'm that. That's your beer. I'm that. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm, the amount of work you had to do to reach. Dude, I'm from. so lost in this place. <laughs> Like uh, you had to reach all the way. Like, there was nothing comfortable about that. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't even make any sense. Uh, yeah, but we're in we're in our new house. We have lots of land. And we're working on... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> There's no running water, but there is There's beer. no rotty, running water, but the so beer floweth that. like wine. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be that loud. <laughs> It's like everything's so amplified in this room. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> I told you everything. We've said this in like, seriously, the past like five episodes. I've said every fucking episode we've done, we've only gotten noisier. Because we've stopped giving a shit about like, if we hit stuff and then like something else will add to what we're doing and it like makes noise. Um, I'll forget to turn my phone off. <laughs> yeah, so that, I'm assuming in a normal podcast. See? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> okay. Oh. What up, Siri? Okay. Shout Sorry. out to my homegirl, Siri. Go ahead. What were you asking? Uh, so, so like, so like, normally you'd want some sound absorbers, like some egg crate stuff. Yeah, something yeah. Like that. Something, okay. something so, soft. So, what, are you gonna put egg crates in here, or just like? We're gonna. Well. Probably gonna start with just one egg crate. <laughs> <laughs> like, a single, a single crate. <laughs> just like <laughs> one egg can fit in this. <laughs> um, I I'd like my own personal one. <laughs> I just don't want to overdo it. Uh, I don't want to put too much to where like. It just now there's so many egg crates that it sounds Nate's, like a whisper. Nate's egg can be over in the corner. <laughs> what I'm envisioning is completely decked out in egg crates. Oh, wall to wall, ceiling, floor. Not quite that much. Yeah, the thing is, is you can something as simple as um, hanging pictures on the walls will okay. actually like deaden the sound. It's yeah. weird. It's super weird. You can put you can put like a well. The plan is we're just gonna fill basically frame insulation mm -hmm. and put fabric over it and then make like big squares of that to hang up on the wall and that the difference honestly the only difference between this room and the last room we had carpet. was the carpet on the floor mm -hmm. and it was a huge difference huge um yeah <laughs> uh just yeah it just makes so much more noise it's weird um well, the so adventures of podcasting. I know. So Nate, nobody listening knows who you are. So why don't you talk about yourself? I would oh, they say know who that. I am. They know who <laughs> Nate is. Uh, if, no, no, if, no. If, well, some of my fans. Okay. If Lizzie's know. listening, there's, then there's somebody who goddamn knows who Nate is. So, you know, first first and foremost, I'm a child of God. <laughs> and um, he has sent me here. I would agree to that. 
um, to be of goodly joy. Goodly joy. Yeah, I can uh, I can agree with that assessment. Yeah. No, uh, so I'm a professional MMA fighter. It's, it's something. Well, I'm currently a coach, but I've been a professional MMA fighter. You dabbled. Yeah, dabbled. You know, I would I'm, say a lot more than dabbled. How many you, fights do you have? But um, nearly thirty professional fights. That's fucking crazy. Because yeah. TJ had thirty fights. How many I've have you had, had? I've had thirty. That's fucking crazy. Really? Yeah. Amateur, amateur, and professional yeah. together has that's, been thirty. That's yeah. so many people to fight. You fought so many people. You guys have fought. You, TJ. That's the and tipping Johnny point. Have combined, have fought a um, an entire elementary school. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a hundred people. Third through fifth grade, we've <laughs> we've beaten yeah. up those entire classes. Uh, yeah, our opponents weren't that tough though. <laughs> <laughs> Nate went on like a, a string of these. Uh, he's a lot like uh, like when we had TJ on. He Nate went on a string of head kick knockouts that um innate this is something that you know about yourself but you are um amazingly inflexible <laughs> and, yeah but you made it that. work man you like you made people eat that kick and How'd you uh, get your head up your leg up there with no flexibility i just made them put their head down, down? yeah i said to say like he didn't have to they just put their head into it and like one of the worst knockouts I've ever seen. I forgot. I I told you I meant to show it to you. We need to pull it up later. Oh yeah. Um. What was it? What was that guy's name? Was it Kevin? Kevin Frazier. Yeah. That is not no longer on YouTube. Really? I don't know why. That's been taken yeah, down. Yeah. Oh so my sad. god. Isn't that sad. Wow. But oh, what but you don't see on on that video, what doesn't show on the YouTube video, and like. We already said his name, but I, I really, you know, we, we did say his name, but I, I really didn't want to say his name. Oh, I'm sorry. That, that's okay. No problem. Yeah. We won't edit it out. So, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he had a, a seizure in there Yeah. And, uh, after the knockout and then didn't breathe for like, uh, over a minute. It was crazy. Yeah. So I've never seen anything like that. Happen. So you, you actually, you, you are so good at, at head kicks that you gave a guy epilepsy. Well, he, he's so, I'm so good at getting people to throw their head down into my leg. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, that's exactly what happened with that's him. He crazy. absolutely did. The, um, yeah, that was a, that was a horrific knockout. And I remember I was really new to the, to training whenever that happened. And I remember coming in and all I could think about was like, that would really fuck me up to be on the giving side of that, mm. to, to see the real, the real life consequences mm. of what's going on. I remember asking <clears throat> you about that. Like, are you good, dude? You know, like, I do. I remember you asking me about it. Yeah. And I remember thinking it really didn't phase me honestly yeah. at that point in time i think it would have phased me a little bit more on the receiving side maybe not because i was just like kind of an idiot basically like i am now honestly but it's like i learned so slowly on on things and and i was not you know i was not too worried about it mm -hmm. for some reason like i was still celebrative 
that evening. It didn't even bother me that evening very much. Yeah. For some reason. And you would think it would, but I guess I'm just a heartless bastard. <laughs> not at all. Not a, absolutely not. Um, and you're a black belt in jiu-jitsu as well, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the... Um, the three black belts. That's right. Do I outrank both of you guys? Are you a one? The chase. Are, are no, I think Nay got his before you. When did you get promoted? I just recently got promoted to first degree. Oh, so you definitely outranked me. I won't get my So suck on yet. that dong, Mitch. I didn't know we were in the presence of greatness. Yeah. <laughs> Os. Os. <laughs> Os. Um, <laughs> yeah, and a lot of like, I think uh, it was in a really early time in MMA whenever you were still coming up. Because you fought in Bellator and like when they were first bellator when they first started as oh, bellator nice. so like in the early like mid 2000s like 2006 2005 time frame i guess it was it might have been a little eight. bit later than yeah, that yeah yeah, it was yeah maybe like man. eight because um my buddy mike braswell fought on bellator when they first started coming up and i think it was like seven or 2007 2008 mm-hmm. time frame. yeah that were, sounds about yeah. right because I, I know a lot of people a lot of organizations were making a run at the ufc because you remember um uh, was it Affliction? One of those companies had, it was a clothing company that had their own fight show also. But they had pulled like Fedor over to it. It didn't last. It was Affliction but like, probably. Affliction, yeah. It only lasted like a year. They had like two two mm-hmm. or three fights. And then the UFC bought them out. You know, like they, dude, those guys are a fucking power. Fedor just fight Quentin Jackson on Bellator or something like that? Did he really? Did that happen? I think that sounds so. like something that you would do, like on the UFC fighting game. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, Did that I really happen? Pretty sure I saw that happening on Bellator. They're getting we need so like, ridiculous. Check that out. Check, we need like check, a check, check, check. If I mean, do we do we check things on? Yeah. Hey, on hey, uh, <laughs> hey, Larry, will you pull that up real quick? Can you run that tape? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll look it up real quick. Um, um, speaking asleep. of which, Larry's asleep again. Larry, he's always asleep. Um, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast with Max Holloway, and Joe was asking about his his stand up coach and like what he was doing for stand up and stuff. And Max said that like for the first like couple fights, he would just go play the UFC game and like do certain combos, and if they worked, then he would go practice them. Like, oh my he was god, dead serious. He was dead serious. I can see I can see people doing that though, you know. Well, look how good he is now. Wait, no, it's coming up. The oh, fight's it's coming on its way. The fight's coming uh-huh. up. Fedor December versus 28th. Jackson. Fedor versus Rampage Jackson. Yep. That's mm-hmm. what it says. Michael Chandler versus Sydney Outlaw. Is what on organization? On Bellator? Yeah. yeah. Michael Page oh. versus Shinsho Anzai. <laughs> I don't know who these people are. Is, is he fighting Young Zeb? Uh, Young Zeb, <laughs> Lorenz Larkin versus somebody else. Um, I wonder yeah, how much they pay. They I wonder if Bellator pays more than the UFC. Dude, at that point, can you imagine? You remember? Okay, we've been talking about stories that we need, like stories that me and Nate have to people that um, nobody gives a fuck. I don't know what I'm talking about. Nate is. Uh, my oldest training partner yeah period like uh-huh. when i first came into the gym he tra- he trained me from like day one um not alone there were i had other coaches and and other people but like 
as far as the training part, yeah, Nate was absolutely training. my most consistent person, and uh, and and I think I was that person for you for a while uh-huh. too. Um, but yeah, and so. Bro, you came in we, when, when I had no training partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you guys had opened up the new, uh, the new gym. So tell me, we've talked a lot about uh, about that too on the podcast because we've we've both had gyms and opening up stuff, and you being on the professional side, and then coming kind of on the on the other side of that too. Like you, you, uh, you moved from Clarksville to. Clarksville, Tennessee? No. Oh. Russellville. So Russell. I, oh, yeah, yeah, that's but, right. That's yeah, right. I, we trained in Clarksville. Yeah, go ahead and tell the story. Russville. And then, you know, I was, you know, I, I told Caleb that I was thinking about moving out west because that's where my dad lived and, you know, going to, going to train out there. And Caleb told me uh, how they were going to move to northwest Arkansas in Bentonville and start a gym and, like, he wanted to know if I wanted to be part of that, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and and I was interested. I was interested, and so we moved up to Northwest Arkansas. I'm so bad at time, so I don't remember like. Yeah, exactly. I'm so bad at that too. Like exactly. when it was for me, everything was five years ago. It, was, it, it yeah. that, what that it is. probably was like 2008 <laughs> or something. Yeah, I think so. And then so around like 2010. 2009, 2010 is probably when I was fighting in Bellator at, the, at, at that time. I, well, yeah, I think so. I, you know, I only, only had one fight in Bellator, honestly. But anyway, um, so, yeah, so we moved up to Bentonville and, you know, started from zero students. And, you know, uh, Caleb, Ashley Sparks, and, and I did that. And, um, you know, while I was serving... Um, Oh, Charlie's restaurant. Yeah, up there as we were talking about earlier. Did you ever come in and get the hookup? Okay. No, I never. I mean, like we were just becoming friends at that point. Like I'd come in, you know, like we'd come into the gym and we train, of course. But like, mm-hmm. I'd hook it up with the smoothies and. Uh, oh yeah, see, I never extra got extra rolls. <laughs> I don't think I ever got the hookup. I remember coming in a couple times and seeing you. And then my parents always told me, like, we saw Nate today at O'Charlie's. Oh, like, yeah. They loved seeing people that I know whenever they go out places. I remember <laughs> when your, your mom lost so much freaking weight. Yeah, and she really like, has. I saw her and I didn't recognize her Started at all. Hitting on her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she's about to she's about to have like the um the skin surgery or whatever mm-hmm. to get rid of the excess skin. And it's like she's about to look like a totally different she's human. She's about being. to do that right now. Uh like in a couple, like a, maybe a month. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Pretty cool. Pretty soon. So were you? You were a server at O'Charlie's. Uh huh. So I was a busboy at Bennigan's. I don't know if you guys ever remember Bennigan's. Yes. Similar. Yeah. I mean, that's basically the same. It sounds exactly type. the same. But me and my buddy Jeremy were busboys, and um, so neither one of us smoked, and so we didn't we didn't get to have like smoke breaks and stuff, you know. So oh, like, that's too bad. I know, I know. And you we would smoke. I know. We, believe me, we considered. <laughs> Could have got a break. I bet and, you uh, regret that now, don't you? Every day of my life. <laughs> every day of my life. But um, I remember like we'd be busting tables and um, we'd have our little aprons on. And oh, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. So we have our little Bennigan's aprons on, and um, it when people didn't eat all their like chicken fingers or their rolls, we would put them in our aprons. 
so that um, we'd be like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom, take a break. Yeah, I gotta go to the bathroom. And then we'd go and like share a stall together and eat our chicken's fingers and stuff oh, together. Like nice. it, we'd always go in and be like, hey man, what did you score? What'd you get? Hmm? And like he'd be like, oh, I got a, I got an egg roll. And I'd be like, oh shit, I got a fucking chicken. I got a quesadilla. And then like we'd be like, <laughs> like I got a half eaten chicken nugget, bro. <laughs> yeah. People are like, that's fucking gross. I got a Just pocket full of rice. Hepatitis is hard as yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did the same. <laughs> Nobody, uh, you know, they didn't touch it. You know, it's oh, they're starving right. kids in Africa. So, Dude, right. oh, how I many, agree. how many times have you like played with your food afterwards though? And like, mm, never, I never do that. That's that's I would never do that. That's <laughs> ridiculous. That's ridiculous I assertion. Like, I always like telling this story that uh, happened at O'Charles one time. I mean, yeah, you don't want bugs on your table <laughs> or, or anything. What a great yeah. intro. <laughs> but, but the thing is, what the kids were eating there was trash compared to these ants that were crawling on the table. And so they didn't want to pay for or pay for or eat the food, which the children's food was free anyway, which was a nightmare on Sundays. Yeah. And I was just thinking to myself, that ant has more nutritional value than anything on that freaking plate. Right yeah. There. <laughs> I heard but, they taste like lemon heads. I heard like ants taste like lemon drops. Uh-huh. That's what I heard. I've never eaten one before. When I see an ant up close, like, you know, magnified, you want to high five it looks it? juicy. Yeah, it's oh, juicy it. and appetizing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to eat it. I just see an ant. I'm like, ooh, ooh. I'm serious. Mm, I want to eat that shit up. <laughs> no lie. You'd be so juicy in my mind. <laughs> Good old juicy ants. <laughs> so, what would be the the top the top five bugs that you would be okay with eating? And you can't say grasshopper. Oh, for well, I feel like for Nate that that spectrum is huge. <laughs> I feel. I've seen you eat bugs, Nate. Yes. <laughs> yes. He don't yes, even, you have. He doesn't even try to today. Yes. I can tell you the stink bug would be low on that list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what I'm have you eaten the stink bug before? <sighs> no. Uh, okay. So, it's good to know that their defense mechanism works. Uh, <laughs> Okay, yeah. <laughs> so what's your top five? Top five bugs that you would eat. Top five tasty's bugs. Oh. Go. You can't say ant. You can't say grasshopper because everybody would do that. Okay. I don't think grasshoppers would be good. Well, let's like, say oh. or cricket. Let's say grubs. Okay. Okay, that's a good one. And yeah. Ants. No, you can't, a, say can't say ants. Oh, I can't say ants. Yeah, because no, everybody. They're, they're, those everybody are easy. Those, those are, are too like, easy. But yeah. that's that, that was my number one choice already. <laughs> okay, we'll give Nate before we even we'll, we'll give Nate before. the juicy ants. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> see now, ooh, Stop. I think I would worms. take worms. Worms, worms yeah, would be like in your top five. Yes. Yeah, um, I think I would. I'd be okay with them. I guess so because you don't have to. You can just swallow them. You don't have to chew them up. You just. Yeah, and it's like you know, you know, kids that have eaten worms. It's I'm a kid that ate a worm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, so like, turn. You probably know somebody that ate a worm. Yeah, I didn't. True. How many? I, okay. I, didn't eat it, I licked it. Uh, raise your hand if you've eaten a worm in your entire life. <laughs> so, two out of three people <laughs> statistically have eaten a worm. Yeah. Uh, there we go. That's a pretty extensive survey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, science. Yeah. 
<laughs> nice little sample you got. Yeah. Nice so far, two out of the two people I've met that have eaten worms have not died. So <laughs> two out of two people. It's pretty safe. What about died. like flies? Fly- I, eat a, I, I eat a fly. I need a fly. I'm not into flies. You're not into. They're kind of gross. You were. Oh, you remember? Um, we had a guy that trained at the gym, and he would come in with a. Uh, he would always wear the rampage chain. Get and, the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, yes. Uh, he had I like, wore a chain. He had like social. It was his social. Name, his name is Daniel. Uh, was, oh, he yeah, was. Yeah. He had. He it was, was like challenged. Yeah. Oh, well, now I feel bad. Uh, it was. It wasn't like. Me- I don't know. Like, I don't know if it was mentally challenged. It was like. He was a sweetie pie. Yeah, he was a sweetie pie. But I remember one day. But he was retarded? He. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> he caught another guy. <laughs> but honestly, I really don't know if that's what it was or if he was just like raised really fucking weird. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's. I, I mean, mean, he thought he was going to train to. He, he thought he was training to be a professional fighter. And, and well, he obviously. Was absolutely clueless. Because he was wearing a chain link fence around his neck. Well, he was into <laughs> Rampage Jackson. Was he a yeah. white guy that or was a black about, guy? That was a about. Guy. He was a white guy? Yeah. yeah. What well, difference? A little white guy. Yeah. I remember um, being racist. Mitchell. <laughs> the, no, but one day we were we were out at like a. We were at a fight party or whatever, like watching fights. And I remember across the table from me, he like catches a fly. He like, <laughs> he like tried to catch the fly and then like looks at me and I'm like, oh my God, don't look at him. And then he like acts like he no eats way. It, but the fly was like still flying around. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and like he was telling me about how badass he is, how many flies he eats. That's hilarious. Like right on. Dude, and so he didn't catch it at all. No, no. Oh, it was yeah. like, he was like buzzing around over here. And, he's like, <laughs> and I was like, Wow, my decisions that have led me to this point in my life. <laughs> I'm watching this. Uh, he was just using sleight of hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the world he lived in. Yeah, it was. There's a lot of which people, is a wonderful world. I guess so. so. My um, my buddy was coming back from Texas yesterday, and he called me, and he was telling me that they went to a gas station, and they had uh, at the gas station they had glow in the dark condoms and glow in the dark cock rings mm-hmm. at the gas station. And then he brought up a good point. Is that something you can use both of, like at the same time? Do you have to choose, or do you? Yeah, you can use them both. Okay. Well, they counteract them. each other. Yeah. I don't, I don't know exactly. <laughs> they what come a together. Because did you use a condom? <laughs> yeah, but it also used a concrete. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna have an Asian baby. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but we were talking about like um, the fact that. If you were using a glow-in-the-dark condom, nobody ever talks about the fact that you have to charge those. So, like, you have to pull it out of the wrapper, and then it'd be like, hold on, I have to go to the kitchen real quick, and then hold it to a light. Oh, my God. Are you... Oh, oh no shit. Oh, you really do? Yeah, they don't just glow out. At first, when you said charge, I thought you meant, like, plug it into USB. I was like, shut the fuck up, Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out. I have an iPad. Yeah, they're (laughs) selling those? (laughs) No, like... Because all the glow in the dark stuff in the world, like it has to capture yeah. light first. Yeah, it has to capture light first. So really, if you keep it in your in your, um, in what your, if I keep a flashlight in my pocket? That's the other part. Like, so you're like, hold on one second, babe, and then you have to like hold the light on it for a yeah. little minute, and then you're like, all right, cool. There's a reason they call it the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody ever talks about like the that's like um, that's like those that's like that human experience piece to that. Like, oh, the yeah. glow in the dark condom is is great. But they don't talk about the fact that like you have to 
there's there's this weird moment where you have to take five minutes to get it to be a glow in the dark condom. What are you doing, hon? Hold on, <laughs> Hold honey. On. I'm charging. <laughs> yeah. I'm charging. I'm charging up the condom. <laughs> charging the condom. <laughs> I'm getting the spermicidal lube activated. <laughs> I'm putting milk in it. What? <laughs> but what? So, which brings up the other point of like. Who buys those kind of condoms? I don't know. That I, clowns. I could. I could see like. <laughs> who buys? Condoms? I could see. Yeah. Who buys condoms? What? I think anybody knows who doesn't buy condoms. <laughs> yeah. If anybody out of raise your kid, if you or raise your hand if you've ever had a kid. Condominiums. <laughs> raise your hand if you have a Mormon amount of kids. <laughs> like I have. I have. So I have six kids. I have a lot of kids. Yeah. Wow. A lot of kids. Yeah. Yeah. One of them's not mine. But I let her live in the house with me. So. Okay. Um, and the other one he calls his his living. Um, yeah, the other one is my fiance. So she's four eleven. Yeah, that's true. That's small. I bet she's just one of the kids. Just one of the kids. <laughs> I had a good point, and I totally forgot. You totally made me lose track of what I was talking about. Don't put that on me. I'm sorry. You started talking about your fucking kids again. You brought it up. Every time you, I bring you around, oh, you start Johnny, drinking and talking about your kids. Think about it; it'll come back up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stop trying. No, it's lost. It's gone. Anyways, so coaching jujitsu, like training, going through the transition of training MMA in a new space like that. How was that? And how did you deal with that mentally? Oh, exactly. Oh, you you're talking about when we first moved up or when I moved yeah. down to Fayetteville. Uh, no, 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 when you, well, I guess both times because you've yeah, made two exactly. transitions like exactly. that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'd like to know about both of them sure. for sure. Um, so, you know, that being said, I've gone through the transition of going to zero students and having nobody to train with and learning to create an exciting environment with just one or two people in an environment and how much more difficult that is to do then when you have other people there who kind of know what's going on and that is extremely valuable to um to having a successful school you know what i'm saying establishing Mm -hmm. that that first i want to say like loyal clientele of advocates who really appreciate your service and product and and want to be your advocate you know what i'm saying it's super important um so I think I think we probably take for take advantage or take for granted um like so training at Westside we have a ton of black belts, purple belts, brown belts. Uh-huh. You've got Johnny, you've got several brown belts, purple belts that train with you. And I imagine you probably I have a lot have, of black belts in that team. As yeah. yeah, as well. Yes. I have four. Dude, can you imagine like I I even forget because I started in school from scratch before too. Like you forget what it was like to have that those two white belts show up for class and you're like oh shit you don't know how to hip escape yeah like we we're literally i'm literally teaching you jujitsu right now like we don't get to have normal conversations Mm -hmm. you know it's a really weird space to live in like to think about like oh or having the experienced guys where you as the instructor can go okay i'm going to teach the technique and then i'm going to let the blue and purple belts teach it to the white belts yeah. you know like where you're like all right guys one two three break go teach it and then you get to sit back and just kind of let them show them the movements you know like i couldn't imagine being just you and two white belts and you're like all right guys first things first we got to talk about this hip escape 
And then they fuck that up for like 45 minutes, uh-huh. you know? And it's like, well, I can't teach you anything else until you figure this part out. Uh-huh. Like, I know you want to learn an arm lock and I know you want to do triangles, but until you can move your ass away from your hips, I can't teach you anything. Well, I've got a structure when they can't, when they can't do that, then we do jumping flying arm bars. Well, (laughs) those who can't do teach, (laughs) you know what? I'm going to take away this whole hip escape thing. We're just never going to do it at all. (laughs) We start doing heel hooks. Dude, I, I've mentioned this before, but like when that, when the whole leg lock thing like took off, um, there was a large group of grapplers who were killing it in these submission only competitions because they were doing leg locks a whole lot. Death squad. Not the death squad, but a group similar to that. And then I watched them compete at like an IBJJF event where they couldn't do leg locks the same way. They had no idea. They couldn't defend guard passes and stuff. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, like it's, they were getting smoked. It's jujitsu for people oh, who don't know how to wow. jujitsu. Yeah, <laughs> it's wild. yeah. The the whole leg lock thing. It's some of it's kind of weird. I was actually thinking about this the other day. Like a lot of people are are big advocates. Of, like we train, you know, all style submissions and all. Uh, Jesus Christ! You can't do it. <laughs> I just want a beer, and it's like, sorry, sorry, everybody. Um. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, people, people are, are big advocates of like we train this style or, or we we allow like all kinds of submissions in the gi. We allow all train all styles of submissions in all levels. But when I was thinking about it in the gi, at first I agreed with it for a long time, and then I started really thinking about it. But like if I'm training for in the gi, I'm wearing the gi for a purpose, probably to to do gi tournaments the majority of gi tournaments don't allow heel hooks Uh so what purpose does it serve me to train heel hooks you know what i'm saying like it's gonna it's just gonna give me another thing that i have to worry about if you were to come to me and like hey i only do no gi and like we don't really get to roll that often Uh like do you mind if we just kind of roll no no gi style yeah fine yeah cool whatever i've got a no gi match coming up let's roll that way but like if I'm training in the gi and you're training in the gi and like we're training, you know, I'm going to assume that we're adopting that rule set, yeah. you know, I don't know. I don't know how yeah, you guys it, feel about it. Like it, that's just kind it, of my random. When you take sense. out the foot and leg lock game completely, it, it honestly enriches the rest of the game of Brazilian jiu-jitsu a little bit. Yeah. Because you go for more sweeps, you go for more, uh, pa- you know, passes and all that because you're trying to score points under that rule set rather than just like hit hit a leg or hit hit a foot. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool too. I mean, that's very strategic. It's just strategically, it's a different approach. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like a little bit of a different game altogether a little bit. Yeah. It is interesting. Like you said, like, because there's the, you know, obviously the the whole goal of jiu-jitsu is to submit someone, right? Like that's the idea is like to, to get them to submit. But so like on one hand, the leg lock game is like perfect because like that's really, you know, you're getting the submission, you're winning the fight with submissions. But so much basic technical knowledge gets ignored mm-hmm. in in that, in my opinion, you know, because like, like when you're just falling straight back 
to a heel hook or to a leg lock or to a honey hole or leg entanglement or whatever, like you're never really advancing your position. And leg locks a lot of times require you to put yourself in a non-dominant position Uh to attack. And so I don't think it's a bad, I think, I think you should experience all aspects, but I think from an instructor's standpoint, from like a a coach, um, I think there is some value in limiting leg locks to a certain belt level. Yeah. I don't ever want to be that guy, but at the same time, I see there's value because you don't want your students just attacking the legs because they they really lose out on like the top control piece, the guard pass piece, you know, like there's a lot of things that you really need your students to know from a well-rounded perspective that they kind of lose in effort of chasing after the leg lock, uh-huh. you know, game. But and I wouldn't want to like limit anybody to a certain right. way of practicing necessarily, but the way that I would approach it, approach my coaching, I would I would put more emphasis or more weight on a certain part of the game. Yeah. And, and then and then like you said, kind of discourage that in the beginning and then sure. say, here you go. But I don't think I would take it away from them. No, I would yeah, no. exactly. So I think it you're you're there's a weird line where like it's one of those things where you're doing it for the benefit of their of the student Mm -hmm. but you also don't want to make the student feel like they have to do certain you know you want them to explore the space like you want them to explore the whole game and you don't want to be that instructor that says no we don't do that here right i usually i usually just tell my students i'll tell them like uh, from white to blue, I'm like, don't worry about anything from the belt down. Like, yeah. just don't worry about that. I know that later on when they get like two, three tips on their belt, they're going to find ankle log videos on YouTube and they're going to go down that rabbit hole. And Dude, I'm, I'm not- just now finding them. <laughs> <laughs> like, these are awesome. Yeah, these are great. How long have these been around? I'll usually, you know, like, and I'm never going to like, especially when you see people like starting to crack into their own ideas and their own research of that stuff i'm never going to shut that down on people so you just kind of let that blossom that's where you see people start to find their own game too um i think everybody goes through that i went through a marcelo garcia period and that like shaped my my core jujitsu was going through that that piece i remember Mm -hmm. and and i was late i was late on him um you were right you were right on him Literally. Yeah, yeah. I was, sorry. I was all up on Marcelo Garcia's yeah. nuts. No, no, he was awesome. I mean, he is. I mean, he's a freaking legend. But yeah, um, what are we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> These kind of get sometimes we're like, oh my god. Um, I was gonna say we have like we do have some people that were asking us questions, but I don't remember. Um, somebody. Oh yeah, yeah. You have a friend that got. Their brown belt from our one Roger. of one of yeah. our friends, Alex from, Smith. Yeah, Alex. So we have to give a shout out to Alex Smith. Yeah, I, I gave him a shout out on the um, on Instagram, but um, Alex is a, a good buddy of mine who trains at a Haja Gracie affiliate in England. He's actually English. He's he's a he's in the Royal um, Military. So Alex is going to listen to this and be like, God damn it, Mitch fucked it up again. No, yeah, that's my best Alex impression. But um, so he's in the he's in the royal, the royal something or another. Um, I'm only familiar with the Royal Air Force, okay, because I'm Air Force, and so I've worked with the Royal Air Force. But he is in the infantry, 
uh, for the Royal Infantry. Okay. But um, he got his brown belt from Hodger. The so Imperial Army. I don't know that they're allowed to call it that anymore. Oh. I think that uh, once Darth Maul was uh, <laughs> killed based on calling it that. <laughs> legally. But, uh, legally. It's, yeah, it's, we don't make the rules. It's, it's uh, Lucasfilms. But, um, yeah, so he got, his black, he got his brown belt. Sorry, I almost promoted you to black belt, Alex. I'm sorry. Dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, congratulations. Well, <laughs> if, if if it's any indication of the of the effect that we have on the universe, um, That's usually, true. yeah, usually when people are either on the podcast or have had something to do with the podcast, uh-huh. good fortune comes their way. Well, the people don't call you the prophet for no reason. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, and um, I <laughs> haven't had anybody call me that to my face, but. I'm <laughs> One person. <laughs> I want. Well, I'll tell. I'll tell you what we tell now. All of our guests, you're welcome yeah. for coming on our podcast. Uh, something <laughs> of great fortune is going to happen. This isn't us wrapping it up, by the way. We're still. We've still got like. As long as I get a cookie. Yeah. Yeah, you're stuck here for like another hour. Um, but the, the uh oh oh oh. Okay, so we had him. He got his his brown belt. We had another series that keeps fucking popping up. She's pissing me off. What's she talking about? She just keeps. She thinks I'm talking to her. Nope. Um. Oh, okay. We have. So I have a political agenda I'd like to push. Yes. Please. We rec- we actually. I'd like to. That. I'd like to ban all straws throughout the nation. Do you do you really you passionate about that? Well, only curly stri- straws because. I think they're too silly. <laughs> God damn it. They're pretty silly. Those are if I'm, if I'm being dead honest with you. I mean, if we're going to ban straws, we ought to start with curly straws because that's a yeah. huge waste of plastic. It is. For think just about, for just silliness. Look at how much longer they would be. So, yeah, when you, I mean, you it add double, two. It literally doubles the length. <laughs> yeah. What if there was but a it huge... triples in silliness? <laughs> it's still silly either it's way. Silly. <laughs> oh, you just threw me off completely. Oh, I don't know what we're I'm done. I'm so sorry. No, I love it. It's good. Dude. That's why we bring you on, Nate. Um, fuck me. We ha- okay. So then we had some suggested content. Maybe we probably don't have with. any Patreon uh, subscribers. No, we don't. I don't. We need some new. We ones. were so close to. Did we shout out Cody Nash? We he's yeah. one of our. Did we do that already? He says he got his black belt, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Honestly, I don't. I looked at I his know. his Instagram earlier when we were talking about it, and I didn't see a black belt. So I don't see a black belt. No, I think he was making right. a joke. All right, Cody, about our stuff. But uh, somebody was suggesting some Patreon content of how to start a role slash grip placement, which I think is a pretty good idea. It's real simple. Yeah. Um, you slap lunge, hands, bump fist, and you then, slap, bump, and then lunge at their head and wrap them into a headlock, mm. and then you start the match from the headlock position. You hold as squeeze as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. You don't stop squeezing until you tear like your body. You, I like where Nate's head's at right were now. You going for I the saw rape, that. Were you going toward the weight rape choke? I was um, going to ask a question. Okay. All right. I was going to ask. So you have your pistol grip, right? Yeah. Like, what do you call this grip? I call it a monkey grip. You call it a monkey. Oh, you talking about the hook grip? You talking about when you just when you grab when you, when you, when you, do, yeah. you, do you do you ever go thumb in? That's my preferred. Fold yeah. over right That's there. That's my preferred yeah. grip. Yeah, fold I call it right a hook there. grip. Hook I, grip. I yeah. call it rodeo grip. Rodeo. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, we're gonna call it because there's grip. not a real definitive name on there. I mean, you got your pistol grip and rodeo. And I do not like the pistol grip. 
I think the pistol grip is the worst. I do too, but Amen, you know, brother. you Preach. know what it does do? Here's what it does do is it, it takes away all takes space, away space in that sleeve. It does. But why do you, why does it matter? Who it, cares if you take it, the space it, 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 it limits quite a bit of movement. When you, you know feel somebody who gets does a good, do, does do. <laughs> when you feel somebody who gets a good pistol grip on you, yeah. they can keep a tight grip. It, That's the problem. The is difference. like there's yeah. very only, few like, people, people that can. can. Do that. Yeah, like, I know like two people that can do a good. There was some. Grip. There were some of those fools in Brazil that were getting yes. some of those pistol grips when we went to, um, up to Gracie Baja up in Brazil, uh, down in Brazil, mm-hmm. up in the good old north North Brazil. Um, well, in relation to what? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Antarctica. What's uh, below that? Uh, um, and even in Antarctica, you're still that still technically could be south. Yeah, true. Uh, anyways, but yeah, they had some they had some pistol grips. Some of those guys had some pistol grips. That I prefer the impossible. I like the hook grip because rodeo grip. It, so I prefer <laughs> the uh, the rodeo hook grip that because uh, it doesn't burn my forearms. Dude, if you're gonna call this a pistol grip, you're gonna call this a rodeo grip. We're gonna if we're gonna keep it in the I, themes I, of cowboys. Yeah, we better fucking keep so. it. Keep it. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. So the rodeo grip, also uh, AKA I, the. Hook grip. So the rodeo I grip. Refer to it as a hook. <laughs> I get I get the hook. Uh, I always I I say that because I don't bring up anything to do with hooks unless it's with the feet. Yeah. Feet or hooks. I'm trying to hook and grip less, less and less and less and less. So you're just using your teeth for my. For my fingers, I'm just oh, using just your thumb and pinky. <laughs> yeah. You're just well, using your chakras. I control <laughs> He's using the power of the chakra. <laughs> He's taking the chakra. <laughs> if you talk enough, you catch them in an ear triangle where they can't move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh yeah, that's cool. That's cool. All right, All right. cool, man. <laughs> um, yeah, the. I think you have to keep it some kind of uh, continuity. You know what I'm saying? If we're gonna call, if we're gonna call, yeah. When I grab with my hands, it's a grip, Mm -hmm. right? If I if I grab with my feet, that's a hook. That's how I feel. But you can you. But sometimes you can hook. You can when you you come over the top and you just hook someone's arm like that. Yeah, I'll use it as like a descriptive term. My sloth paw. Sloth paw. I like that. So, yeah, the whole sloth okay. ball. Let it be, let it be known. We need to. Oh, speaking of which, so if you have time still, because you know we're gonna be doing this for forever, um, we do Patreon content. So like people uh, pay us money. Uh, we're rich and famous, mm-hmm. and things are different now. Yeah. Um, since the last time you saw me, I drive a Toyota now. Oh, okay, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. I yeah. said Toyota, Toyota for life. Yeah. It's a big, big deal. I have a, I have a wine cellar now. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a wine cellar and also the home of the Blair Witch. <laughs> yeah. One point two years age. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, it, Johnny just takes bottles of Jack Daniels that he bought today. <laughs> today, in moving in from the the three liquor stores that are down the road from me. I'm building my By the way, can I borrow the Jack Daniels to wash my hands? <laughs> yeah, we don't have any water. Sorry, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Jack Daniel's uh, bidet. We have Patreon content, so people like will when we have guests I don't on. Know what and a stuff, Patreon is? It's a uh, it's like a people pay like a five dollar month uh, subscription, 
Okay. It's a weird. It's a weird uh, social obligation. It is kind of okay. weird. And yeah. so they get a date with me. They can't. They can't. Can. Can. Yeah. Oh, if you want to date, can do that. We can listen. We we make the rules. We can make yeah. up like so that's whatever. About, that's not worth quite five bucks though. Well, so we, whatever you I think, want them to get the value. It's the whatever value. you think is five bucks because this is your month. You know what I'm saying? You know like, what I think would be awesome. The if okay, so probably a week with me. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being honest, oh, a week of me living it's in just, their home. So, <laughs> <laughs> a full week with Nate Murdoch for five dollars a month. <laughs> you got it, here, ladies and gentlemen. It's like. Oh. <laughs> You don't know what you've done, Nate. Like you just signed yourself up, buddy. The whole time, Nate's like, "No, you paid for this." (laughs) You promised you have to be my company. (laughs) We're friends now. You have to be friends for a whole week. The whole time, Nate's like, "Is this worth five dollars?" Am I meeting your expectations? (laughs) You just get like, "Whoa, you were snoring." <laughs> but he's like, you're paying your way to fail. <laughs> not covering your travel. Oh, that's good, man. That's good shit. <laughs> so, really, what we normally do is film a jujitsu technique. But if you want to donate a week of your time <laughs> to one of our viewers. You're more than welcome to. Every time Nate brings him into his house, he's like, "This is where the magic happens." Like well, we could do. Like, you know what we could do is give them your FaceTime, your your FaceTime number, and, and then can, anytime that they wanted to FaceTime you during the week, you've got it. Yeah, and you have answer. to answer no matter what. Like I, that's actually a pretty good one. Yeah, but every yeah, but I'm scared every time I see myself on FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm always worried, worried about what else they see. We should make an app that turns your face into like Abe Lincoln. Like just something. Now that I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> you, you knocked that off. That's called Snapchat. That okay. Off. A jujitsu technique? Yeah, you can do a jujitsu technique. You could sing a song. I, I you like could the, uh, I'll do I'll do a this could be self defense or it could be MMA. Okay. Whatever. Don't give it away now. Don't tell it's us. A, okay. it's, it's a, a secret. Because oh. only the only people that are allowed to see it. Are those who give us now? Money. I want to tell. Don't, yeah. don't tell. Don't do it. Don't do it, Nate. Don't you do it. <laughs> you get your mouth away from that microphone. Nate. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, so what else? What else have you just graduated from college too? Uh, two thousand. I guess it's been two thousand eighteen. I graduated college. So last so, year you graduated. Yes. Yeah. And what'd you get your so degree? It in? wasn't that long ago. Finance and marketing. Finance and marketing, which is crazy because like. I literally went to school for finance because that's what I was worst at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, that's big, man. That's a big, like, that's a big move. I love a challenge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's huge, dude. Like, no, who else is gonna do that? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so, and then I realized I, well, I guess I could have got that education on YouTube. Yeah, well, that's the reason I changed my degree actually because I was doing. Um, you changed it to YouTube. <laughs> Yep. I was doing business administration with a uh, emphasis in management. Mm -hmm. And um, I was having a conversation with my coach and uh, he was like, 
you're wasting your money. Like you, you don't need a degree to learn how to run a business. Mm -hmm. You could just figure, you know, like there's so much other material out there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So then I just changed it to interdisciplinary studies, which is, um, it's a degree where you get to pick three concentrations. It's not a real degree. It's just a liberal arts degree is what it is. So my degree is in psychology, sociology, and management. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, and, and I don't know, it's, it's something to be proud of. I am proud of, of having a bachelor's. Of having a bachelor's yeah, dude. degree. Where'd you go? Did you go to U of A? Nice. I went to U of A. Yeah, yes. I'm yeah. proud of it. This, this Were you online? Time. Or? Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. You online classes or was it in cam on campus? Um, on campus. On campus, yeah. right. Face to face. That's yeah. how I would prefer it if I could do it. Uh -huh. Yeah, me, dude. I if did I were one online class and guess what it was? What? Theater. Get online. The really? Yeah. That's weird. You just have to study like theater, theater history kind of stuff? Yeah. Um, and I had to like write plays. What? Oh, did, you, did you write a play? Uh-huh. What you always do? I one? cannot remember. Dude, come on. You gotta remember. Oh, I don't know. you know what we forgot to bring in here? What? I could still bring <laughs> it in here. My box of Oh, treasures. your box of nostalgia. Do you guys want oh, to yeah. bring it in here? We should. Your okay. slide of hand. Me and Nate will keep this party going while you go get it. All right, keep her going. So you don't remember a single play that you wrote? <laughs> Nate started beatboxing right there immediately. <laughs> it's not that kind of party. Okay. <laughs> you don't remember a single play that you wrote? That's really interesting to me. Like, I would love to know, like, were they, like, full-on, like... So, you know there's a conspiracy that says that William Shakespeare didn't write any of the plays that he actually got famous for? Okay. There's a whole conspiracy about that that says that um, that he stole all those plays and that he uh, he didn't write any of them. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys learn about that in your theater class? I did not learn about that, but who knows? He was probably just... Somebody with, he could have been, just had money and power and was able to take people's Dude. material. Cause that Maybe he's just time. a hustler. Like, yeah. you got to give him credit to the game, right? Yeah, like, I guess so. Because whoever wrote him obviously wasn't doing anything with him. Uh-huh. And, yeah, he knew he knew how to, you know, portray it in the right light and make right. a big production obviously. that was worthy obviously. of that attention Jesus that it got. Christ, that, that box is so loud. <laughs> What are we talking about? <laughs> I saw, I saw like, uh, what is it? William Shakespeare abridged. So it's basically like all his famous plays wrapped into one. Each one of them is abridged and it just goes in rapid fire. Boom, play after oh, play after cool. play. Yeah. That'd be cute. pretty sweet. And yeah. it was, there was one main star character. He, he just ripped it up. Are you guys ready, ready for this? Yeah. Ooh, I'm really hot right now. Um, you got, you, you, you're sweating from walking in the room? No, I mean, my microphone was a lot louder than I thought oh. it was going to be. Um, so what we have here is my box of nostalgia. Now, some of it I've recently added to, so like some of it's kind of just going through my Instagram, basically, <laughs> which is a waste of time, so we'll skip through that stuff. Some of it, we get pretty deep into my, uh, my earlier years, my formative years. I can't wait. We might even find a couple of pics of me with black hair. That's what I'm really looking forward to because you've mentioned that a few times. I think they're in there. I don't know stuck. if I've thrown them away or not, I'm honestly. Okay. So we got to weed through some of this MMA stuff, but some of it's Nate, Nate's in too, so we got to go through that. Straight edge for life. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dog. Oh, this is a good one to start off on. Boom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cage fighting in Clarksville. Look at that. Nate is the cover, the cover boy. 
That's you in the middle. That's Nate in the middle with the with the. Tell me, tell me if you can find me. So so is this? We were already training in Northwest Arkansas at yeah, this point. Yeah, in time. yeah. There's yeah. A, we went back into the fight. One of the Brian actually it. told to me the right Josh. of Nate's face. There's a bunch Little of people lash. on that one. To my right. Oh. I mean, we could stop there. I've got... Okay. Here's Why the would you say stop there? Dude, the flying you gotta squirrel. Look. You got to show the camera. Like, they can't oh, yeah, see yeah. It. Like, they get it. You can we see it? it? They can't see. I got to take my... Okay. I'm just going to leave my headphones off. The flying squirrel. So, oh, yeah, point yeah. to you. Oh, you're taking it to the TV. That's awesome. Boom. So, that's that's uh, Nate right in the middle. Like, the uh, the biggest guy on the... With the belt, boom. Oh and then Johnny gosh. Wester is there. Uh, Here's yeah. another picture <laughs> of us training with uh, Hendo. Uh, dun, dun, dun. These see, are like some of these. The, that's the Johnny I remember. Yeah. yeah. With, I had a, with the glasses. Oh, yeah. The good old days. Cutie pies. Cutie pies. <laughs> My gosh. You'll have to let me uh, take a screenshot of that so I can show it to Caleb. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got choked unconscious on this fight. Oh, yeah. Let's see that. Johnny Wester. Oh, there you are. I only want to show this one. Bro, I remember. For a second there, bro, I they've that got was you Daniel on Trimble. there. They've got you second. on here four times, bro. Yeah, it's the same poster four times. <laughs> <laughs> that's how, that's how famous Johnny he Wester was. versus Johnny yeah. Wester. <laughs> Johnny Wester versus Johnny Wester. <laughs> V3. I only want to show this one because look how fucking jacked I Dude, look, bro. You're shredded. Like, look, look at that. Wow. That. So it's amazing what, what those, happened. What those, amazing. I don't want to be the guy to say this, but th- you did lose that fight. I did, but I was, but I I was look, at that fight. I, I look fucking fight. good, dude. You were shredded. you know what I'm saying? It's like, amazing what those lights can so do. If you were gonna bang one of these two dudes, <laughs> which one would it be? It'd be that guy, Johnny Wester, or right the here. Mexican guy right there. I'd want to, but um, pick yeah, him up. And, just, probably. So funny story about that fight. So I was at that fight, but I didn't know Johnny. Right? You so, told this story like a million. Well, fine. I won't fucking tell it. No, you can go no, no, it's okay. Have I heard it? It? no, it's okay. It's have, okay, John. Have I heard it? I'm not going to make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, so what was funny about this is that um, th- I was at that fight, right? Uh-huh. So I didn't know Johnny yet, but I knew that Johnny had been running an academy. He was a purple belt. We were both purple belts together. Because I had a, I had a, um, a fan, or not a fan, um, I had a student that was on that card as well. And I remember I was wearing a T-shirt that said CrossFit Conway on it. And yeah, one made fun of you. <laughs> uh-huh. But I, I thought I caught Johnny eyeballing me. Uh-huh. And I remember thinking like, oh, he probably sees that I have this CrossFit Conway shirt on. And he's like, who's this motherfucker? I might have, yeah. I think you were. I yeah, think you were eyeballing me. I, it's possible. I yeah. really don't know. I think it was more of a curiosity of like, how is it possible that somebody from Conway that I don't know is at this fight in Tennessee. That's probably. I think that was. Yeah, that's yeah. probably mostly. Whatever. I think and it so, was a bi curious inquisition. <laughs> <laughs> like, Possibility. Yep. Um, and then I walked up to him and I said, You don't know this yet, but in 10 years we're going to start a podcast together. And he was like, You're oh. kidding. Nate. <laughs> 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 oh, that never happened. Oh, that's my that's God. Right. <laughs> So that's a joke, huh? That's a joke. That's it. Oh, we like to crack jokes around here. We keep it lively. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Here's my JoJo bear. 
I've had this since I was uh, born. What? Yeah. Aww. He doesn't have a nose. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, he had a bow tie. And then, uh, no, I would hold it by its bow tie. Mm. One time it fell off and then we never found it again. And then my dog ate its face. And uh, so then my grandma stitched it up. It was a big thing. Oh. And yeah, that's in there too. That's awesome. Yeah. Isn't that great? Well, you got, look at this. So the scars represent. I got fight of the night and then my. Uh, Jojo bear. My Jojo bear in the same, in the same box. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. This is just like things that i've deemed important in my life oh. that we're just going through some nostalgic is, that items. is that when you elbowed that dude? remember when that dude was trying to take you down and you dude, started chunking elbows to right? like the side of his head i right was the first like, to do that i did that before anybody yeah, yeah. i remember that no i, I didn't like, get whoa dude <laughs> game Change, changer game. <laughs> i'm never getting taken down again yeah i remember like uh this guy he was a wrestler out of oklahoma I don't know exactly where or what, but he kept shooting in on me. And I remembered it was like remarkably hard to stop him from taking me down. Mm -hmm. But it was really easy for me to get back up. And I literally got taken down like eight times in that fight and just kept popping back up on the cage. Oh, really? And uh, I remember seeing his head like at my hip. And I remember thinking I got elbowed or punched in the ear one time. And I just remember I was like, fuck, that was like the worst pain ever. Yeah. And I was like, this I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember thinking like if he's if he's gonna take me down this many times, I'm at least gonna make him remember it tomorrow and like pay for it. And so I was like, fuck this. And I ended up like knocking him down off of it. And really then knocked him out off of it. I mean, I ended up getting at that point. I ended up getting a submission. Oh. Out of it, I knocked him oh. down, and then like he kind of recovered, and I took his back and choked him. Oh. That's off of it. I can't imagine like getting hit in the head repeatedly so many times that you almost lose consciousness. Yeah, it That's was surprising. I thought it. I thought there's no way I'd knock him out with yeah. it, and so, it took like three or four for you, Nate. Like, so I've never fought MMA, so oh. I'm like the odd duck in this conversation. Like, I've I've only trained jujitsu, so there's a lot of things that like I don't. I don't understand, you know, like. What's this? <laughs> That's a lot of silver medals. Yeah. <laughs> Some bronze in there, too. <laughs> I noticed that AGF medal. Shout out to Chris Carlino. Yeah. Go ahead. A couple of your business. Oh, I thought that was an Arkansas Invitational, um, the 2010 ribbon. It might be. I bet it is. Uh, is, it, is one of those? This is IKF. Oh, it's IKF. Uh no I don't no I've got mine still at the house I need to bring mine we can all take a look at mine what is I, that uh this is from IKF so what exactly was IKF International Kickboxing Federation okay because I know you and you and uh, TJ talked about it and I was oblivious to what it was yeah so here is the deal with this is uh 2018 I took a guy down um he competed. And I met a couple of uh, people there, a couple of girls that competed for that compete for an American Top Team out of Atlanta. Yeah. And um, became friends with them and like kind of uh, started. Well, I was wrapping all their hands. They ended up coming to Conway and training with me and like um, and doing some of that stuff. And so I'm helping them out and whatever. And then 2019, I took down one of my fighters. He ended up getting sick and couldn't fight. Yep. And but I was still there. I still had some of those girls that were fighting. I helped them out. Um, and then their trainer, like when one of the girls won, 
that I had helped out. He like gave me this because they'd already won like three hats. So he's like, here you go. Wow. So it's not necessarily mine, but it was a nice gesture. Yeah. For them. Yeah. It looks like a Bass Pro Shop hat. <sighs> he doesn't it? Like they went as absolutely cheap <laughs> as yeah. they could. Yeah. On it, uh, Boy Scout, Boy Scout stuff, stuff? Yeah. yeah. We've already seen that, yeah. Wow. We take a picture of that, like. yeah, dude. Were you uh, are you one of the homies? Life Scout, oh, yeah, Life Scout right here, too. What's you so mean? you dropped out right before you got your eagle. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to bring it up, man. <laughs> I told you don't cry on this episode, bro. We have a bad history with that, We're good. <laughs> We're good. yeah. Honestly, that's kind of w- truly one of my deepest regrets, and uh, as far as like my child is that I didn't get my Eagle, Eagle Scout. So I guess there was this last project that you have to do, and that's that's the the last thing I had to do. Yeah, right? the Eagle so, Scout project. Yeah, you had you had to get all these people involved, which wouldn't have been a bad thing, but for some reason I just didn't want to do that. Like get yeah. a bunch of people involved in this project. That that's a tough age with. to do it at too. And for some reason, it's, I was just detoured from that. But, like, I don't think I feel that way at this point in time. Like, I, I think if something, I, I think at that point in my, my life, I didn't realize how many people would like to be involved in something cool yeah. that was beneficial, that made them feel good, mm-hmm. you know, and aren't able to, to do it. Because people, a lot of people are just surrounded in shit, dude. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really are. Uh, I couldn't afford Boy Scouts when I was growing up. Uh-huh. I remember I wanted to do it really bad. And the amount of money and time. So my dad was a police officer growing up. Uh-huh. And he worked a lot. And so I wanted to do Boy Scouts really bad. I went to the meeting, like the initial meeting and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But um, should have been a Mormon. You could have got it for free. Fingers you get, crossed. You get Boy Scouts <laughs> for free? You get Boy Scouts as a Mormon for free? Oh, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Really? Yeah. I got a bunch of buddies that are Mormons. Um, I know more Mormons than I realize. Like, that's the crazy part. Um, two of the people that I work with, uh, they're married. Um, and they're both Mormons together, obviously. And uh, they do Mormon stuff together. <laughs> but I was just noting all the noise that I was making. <laughs> See, it's not that hard. I got to the good stuff. Ooh. This was my preschool class. Uh, don't ask me why my face looks like this in this picture. Nate knew me actually let's when see, I when see. I first started the gym. I was a preschool What's, teacher. What was this thing again right there? Oh, oh this is so when you were a preschool teacher. One of my preschool students, their parents, when I left, like they just gave me a whole <laughs> book of their child. So I have that in there. Oh, that's kind of weird. But I felt weird throwing it away because <laughs> they made it for me. And that's oh uh, my god, dude! That's my preschool. You look class. like you're in. You are. You look like you're one of the students, dude. I was in the shit right there. You know right. what I'm saying, like. How yeah, I was you young. Here? I was I was 19, 20 years old right there. Obviously. I wasn't even old to drink, enough to drink. So I'm looking at this, and um, what I love about preschoolers, so I shouldn't have said it that way. Um, who's that woman? That she, was my that was my assistant. I was the lead. That woman was really? 20. That was, woman was like 27 years old. I was her boss. Like, I like looking at, because, like, you see these kids, and, like, you know, I have a lot of kids. And like you see like so many things. So like like this this girl here, she's just like he or she, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, but she's got like this thug lean going on. Oh yeah. I can't see who it is. Yeah, yeah. I think that's Eli. And then yeah. this one's not even looking at the pen. Yeah, that's that's Mira. That's this <laughs> that's who's in this. Yeah. Like 
Dude, that's, that was forever ago. That's awesome. And then you're <laughs> you're overly excited about the oh picture. Oh my gosh. You see him? It's yeah. ridiculous. You know what we gotta do is on the Instagram, we just gotta take pictures and put it on the Instagram. Yeah, we do. That's that'll come. Here's the here's the real good stuff. Okay. This is the this is the gold mine right here. Oh. I'm not gonna let you see it. <laughs> this is this is me and my homies. We went we went out rock climbing, out hiking, and uh <laughs> good are you, are you guys thumbs upping i don't know what we're doing bro you guys are all making a fist but it doesn't make any sense and i don't know which one is you oh god <laughs> yes. i just found you <laughs> i just found you. i was waiting for it bro Here, i'll give you this oh one. my god so how long were you in the band as oh. statues cry bleeding <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what shirt that was <laughs> oh Ooh, this dude. is good Nice. Love they it. don't even look like the kind of guys that would hang out with you. I know. I had so many friends that were like that. Like I was, I didn't hang out with anybody that looked so, like I did. I was look, the outcast. Here's what's funny about this. So awesome. we went and saw a um, a magician in Branson. I saw that guy. That guy looked just like you in this picture. No, yes. he looked. He looked like Chris Angel. Chris Angel. <laughs> he looked like the guy. Um, he looked like those. You remember in Beetlejuice when they go into the, into the room and they like stretch their faces out. Yeah, that's what they that guy looked like. He did have a he long nose. Creepy. I did. Give me those pictures back. No, I'm gonna. I want to show Nate. One of my. You gonna show photos. Nate what? I'm gonna show Nate the magician and your. Uh, this. One of my favorite photos of all time. I see this, that one. That look. picture. Yeah. Look. So this is, this is Razor the magician. Okay. And then that's the same guy. <laughs> oh my god wow it's <laughs> look it's the same guy you son of a bitch you've done it <laughs> oh you fucker that's awesome alright we got my yearbook I, honestly I don't even know where I'm at in this yearbook I might not even be in this you're yearbook. like in the back I honestly <laughs> might not even be in the yearbook so I got like a, so at what range are you at? What's optimal range here? Like here or right here? I like to be. I like. I to, like to be up. You're there. If you could like put it in your mouth. That's, <laughs> oh yeah. Did we? We never fully shouted out. We never fully shouted out Scott's uh, podcast. <laughs> Oh, well, let's do it now. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get to for forever. Oh, he has a right. podcast. Oh. Okay. Um, I designed his logo for him. The that's hammer. Cool. The hammer cast. So hammer for cast. the technique. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you run. I tell the technique. We're on some <laughs> <laughs> topic. Dude, one of my favorite moments of Nate is he. I hate to bring this up. Nate got knocked out one time. Oh, and so sad. He he was banned from sparring. And all, all you want to do whenever you've been told not to spar or you're uncon, you've been lost a fight. That's really the biggest thing is when you've lost a fight, is all you want to do is spar and train. And uh, and so I remember we all start sparring, and Nate is in the closet, and comes out <laughs> holding all of his gear, but like hanging out the door, and it's just, is, is, did you guys need another partner? <laughs> somebody say they were, needed a partner? 
Did somebody say they needed a partner? I heard somebody say they needed a partner. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I died laughing. <laughs> so many moments like that. There's was so many inside jokes. Was being serious? I don't know. I honestly don't at that I moment. Want, I want you to have been being serious. That I probably was. I'm cl- I'm, I was clueless, bro. I still am absolutely clueless. <laughs> Yeah, we both kind of are. <laughs> Nate, Nate and I, I think, have more inside jokes than probably Lizzie and I. Honestly, that's, Nate's the only person that I have more inside that's jokes true. with. True. Yeah, I like, cool. You love jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> you want to train <laughs> hours of jujitsu. <laughs> we 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 get stuck at these seminars where we're like, you're they're fucking eight hours long. Uh, you're like, we always made the comparison. Do you like? Do you like ice cream? And like, yeah, I love ice cream. You want to eat a whole fucking gallon of it? No, that would make me sick. Yes. Like, that would be horrible. And so it's like these jujitsu seminars sometimes go like eight, nine hours long. And there were, and there were days. Oh, I yeah, know. we would do whole weekends of them. Oh, and yeah. We would get these jujitsu instructors. Well, you guys would that go were, to like those camps in Brazil too. Oh, yes. the camps in that Brazil are pretty rough. By yeah. the time Ugh. that you adapted, your body adapted to that amount of training, you were ready to go. So, speaking of. Uh, inside jokes I, I always like to tell this was one of the d- turning moments where I decided that if I was going to do a podcast I wanted to do it with Johnny mm-hmm. and um, so and it, it was weird because like Johnny and I always supported each other's stuff right so like I love it when he talks about me <laughs> see and so like so that's when you got down on one knee yeah, yeah. and i was like johnny do you want to do a podcast with me and he was like oh my god um i thought you'd never ask but um but no we were uh so i don't know if you know bruno cesar so he's one of our buddies who was um he's a brazilian owns a west side bjj in okay Little rock well he was having his like grand opening right and johnny came to support it which was super awesome and um, so we're there and like Johnny and I are kind of standing next to each other. And we're, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite jokes of all times. I don't even care if Johnny stole it from someone else. I absolutely it's, did. It's still, to me, it's still a Johnny joke. And I still tell this to other people as a Johnny joke. Because it was like, I was, I went home and told Julianne this joke. <laughs> and she was just like, I don't, what, what's so funny about it? I was like, do you even know what the fucking, okay. I'll get to that in a second. But anyway, so we're not I feel pressured to laugh. Well, you're going to laugh. It's it's you probably know it. You, <laughs> Nate's probably heard this joke a hundred times. You probably heard this joke. Yeah, right? all so, you did. But I've <laughs> <laughs> but I've never I've never told like the context on the podcast. And so we're lining up at the end of the seminar at the grand opening. We're lining up for like the big picture, right? You know, it's like everybody knows this, right? Every seminar you go to, every grand opening, you've got to do a big picture at the end, right? And everybody wants the black belts here and the brown belts there yeah. and the white geese here and the blue geese here, right? Yeah. So Hillary the Williams. Brazilians like that. Oh, yeah. So Hillary Williams is like dividing it all up. And Johnny's like standing right next to me. And um, we're just kind of letting Hillary do her thing. So she's like, okay, all the white geese over here, all the blue geese over here. <sighs> and Johnny like leans over and goes, this is how the Holocaust started. Like, who uh, makes a Holocaust joke at a Jesus? Uh, 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 okay. like, yeah, it was it was uh, the funniest uh, thing I'd ever heard in my uh, life. Oh, like, that's fucking know. awesome. <laughs> I'll also stab you at a, uh, <laughs> yeah. a seminar. We yeah. had a we had a seminar in uh, in Louisiana that uh, I found one of those self defense knives, like the the rubber knives, you know. And I hit it in my gi, 
you remember I used to do crap like I hit Skittles in my gi one time <laughs> because I wanted to like uh, when I pulled my lapel out, I was gonna teach like a technique, and I wanted the skittles to like go flying whenever <laughs> I pulled it out. Um, oh, and I had another one where I was like, and then you reach into your pocket and you eat a little bit of your snack. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so I had I had one of the rubber knives in my in my gi, and he taught a bunch of self defense stuff. So I snuck up on him at the beginning of my shit, and I was like going into a big spiel as I'm like pulling a knife out and I stab him in the chest with it. So like everybody was like kind of like interested because he was like, yeah, he was giving like a serious speech and the whole time he's like reaching in and I'm, I'm interested too. Like I'm listening like, yeah, dude. Yeah. 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 Whatever it is Johnny's saying, like this is interesting. And then he's just like, and then you stab him in the chest and then he stabbed me in the chest. The reason I thought it was so funny was because he had had to have that knife in his gi for like 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> The dedication to the joke, like he put it in there and was like, eventually a moment's gonna prize where we're gonna be able to it's use. Like he free rolled for nine rounds with that thing. Well, it's gonna it's gonna look <laughs> yeah. fall out. It's gonna fall look out. even more weird if I'm the guy that is visiting and I'm over in the yeah. corner pulling a knife out of my gi. Like, well, I guess this joke is over. <laughs> like trying to hide it. That's why we don't want to cross train. Yeah, that's exactly. What <laughs> time? We're like an hour and thirty minutes. We're, we're good. Oh, you got anything go you hang out with my mama? Yeah, you got anything that you want to bring up or you want to talk about? Anything going on? Well, just um, like I said, we got you know, you've got the big news. Thing. I don't want anyone yeah. drinking out of silly straws. No silly straws. But we'll bring uh, you back in. <laughs> we'll get you back. To I don't want to come back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, bro. <laughs> um. But yeah, we'll bring you back on and we'll talk about a little bit more in depth about all of that because I do I I want like you okay. to be able to share what your passion is and what your projects are, okay. all of those things. Okay. Um that's important to me. And uh that's uh that's all I got. Make sure you check us out on Oh, we're finishing up the episode right Are now? we finishing up the episode? I don't know. You said we have plenty of time and then you started closing out the oh, episode. Oh, no. I was like we have gone for plenty of time. <laughs> we can go longer. You want to go longer? I can it's always awesome. talk. That's awesome. I, I, <laughs> Part of me wants to keep going. Part of me wants to stop. I love the fact that Nate doesn't have his headphones in. <laughs> yeah, just, Nate's been done for an, a half an hour now. Not, <laughs> I've never had somebody do an acoustic podcast. Nate's been stuck in <laughs> an ear triangle this whole time. Guys. Can you hear me just fine? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's better. I love how we force people to wear headphones in the studio. Well, like it makes a damn it's a podcast. Uh, right, exactly. It's not gonna make a fucking difference whether he wears headphones or not. Well, you, not this acoustic you know, right. you know that your voice is coming through clearly. Yeah, into the mic when you. I can control my like. Sometimes I. I stay like, oh, right no. up on it. Like I'm always sucking this mic's dick. Like uh, I want to be. That's why your pop screen smells bad. Taste your mic. Yeah. I wanna taste your mic. I got a question for you. I got speaking of music, you singing and being, you're a musically inclined person. Um, is that opinion based? In a very basic way. But you you think about music and you do I like I appreciate I'm yeah. an appreciator. So I've been playing with ideas about rhythm in okay. jujitsu. Oh, okay. And like yeah. for instance, when I'm rolling, I try to set a metronome for myself. Not like a little metronome, but like I'm trying to go at a rhythm. Maybe it's the song that's playing okay. or whatever I've decided that pace is gonna be. And then I'll hit situations where you get stuck. And you obviously can't move at that rate 
constantly because somebody's fighting against you. Mm -hmm. And I'll hit that. And I've tried to continue little micro movements at that rhythm. And then as soon as I slip out, those movements become bigger, of course, but the rhythm stays the same. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Do you play with ideas like that? With I think understanding rhythm is so essential, especially in like a striking mm -hmm. art. And like when you when you understand the rhythm, you can break the rhythm. Would right? you say that rhythm was a dancer? <laughs> I'm stupid. It's a soul's companion. There we go. <laughs> I was hoping somebody would figure that out. And you striking for sure. I didn't even know the other words though. That's Everywhere. Awesome. Nate knows all the words. I guarantee you. <laughs> rhythm is a dancer. <laughs> That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> The rhythm. <laughs> this is the rhythm of the night. <laughs> the night. <laughs> it's super. <laughs> People like, stop now. I can't stop oh, now. Oh yeah. People come to this show for information. <laughs> um, somebody told me they learned shit from watching this. How's that possible? Like, you are dumb then. Oh, you're not learning anything. Sweet, no, we don't mean that, fans. <laughs> Sorry, fans. Like, I kind of do mean it. <laughs> I love you guys. That's why the fans love if, if there's it. Any, if there's one thing I am, it's dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah, come on. They're supporting these horrible habits. Oh, I love I loved the rhythm idea, though, especially in, you know, in striking and just the same. And it's cool to, to tell yourself to stay on rhythm because then you keep moving and you get mobile mm -hmm. in a way. Now, get, getting mobile can like cost you um, a lot, but I think ultimately if you get mobile and you start getting super sensitive as you're mobile, that's the that's the worst game to deal with. That's yeah. the deadliest game to deal with. Cause you know, yeah, people can play really heavy and make your life suck. You know, I mean, I mean there's something to that when the time is there, but I, I think the future is just the mobility and being able to move as other people move because there's just some people you can't hold down or some people that, you're not going to be able to fight against. You just have to move around them. Yeah. You know? That makes anyway. sense. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. I love I love playing with the, like different ideas and theories on just different ways to approach the game. I don't do any of that. You don't? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mish, I just Mish a smash. <laughs> I'm a much of a <laughs> Oh, you're a smasher. I'm yeah. a smasher. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah I, I wish that I wasn't, though. Like, I wish that I could live in a world where, like, because... Johnny and I talk about this. Like we both come like from a skateboarding background, mm -hmm. so like I'm a big proponent and flan a fan of like flowing and like the flowing aspect uh -huh. of jujitsu. But then like, so I per I do like flow rolling. I like the the dance of flow rolling. Yeah. But at the same time, from a competitive stance, like if I'm competing, my goal is to shove my head as far into your head as possible. Uh -huh. Until you give me what I want. If Mitch was a skateboarder, he'd be like, you remember the live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies when they would like skateboard, <laughs> but all they could do is like ollies and kickflips because they're so fucking chunky. <laughs> they couldn't do anything else smooth. But they could, they could ollie really hard. Yeah, bro. So, they could get over some curbs, bro. I want to tell you how close to home you just hit. <laughs> <laughs> so like, when I was a skater, like the only like... I was one of the only people in my skate crew that could do a reverse pop, like a, a backside pop shove it. Mm -hmm. And um, I could not kick flip at all. I never learned to kick flip, but I could heel flip better than anybody on the planet. 
And so, like, it was just, just bulky frame, bro. Dude, it was weird. Like, yeah. I couldn't bring my leg to me, but I could push it away from me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But it's funny because, like, it's I, like an alligator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, I can run up 22 miles an hour. Yeah, you can prevent it from opening, but you can't prevent uh, it from closing. Exactly. It's, that's like 100% true, dude. And I had a sick, sickly high Ollie. Like, I could Ollie this table for sure. Like, who uses that? I've I can't, never used that. I can't so wait we it. to, we to it. test that. Dude. You know those moments, have you ever watched people like on a video like try to do a backflip and you're thinking like, why the fuck are you thinking that you can do a backflip? And then they do Like, it. look at you. No, I see <laughs> I see people on those like, why? What? Look at yourself. Like, yeah. what What told you? And you uh-huh. know in their head it was like, I used to be able to do a backflip when I, I was younger. And I've always been worried about like, when am I going to hit that moment when I realize I, can no, I can't do a backflip, but I can run up a wall and do a backflip? <laughs> I don't do it all the time, though. Yeah. I do it every once in a while. I've seen you do that. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. You've inspired me. Yeah, put that on Patreon. <laughs> Our yoga ball moves. We do sick yoga ball moves, dude. I don't want to find out one day that I'm not able to do those moves, you I'll know? I'm able to do those yoga ball moves as an old person. <laughs> like, you know that moment is just like they're upside down thinking like, Oh, I've this made a is terrible it. mistake. I can't do a backflip anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to find I don't want to live that moment. I'm That's scared. Johnny, at least what do you do? Could. You run up a wall and then you start thinking, what size wheelchair am I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, like. I had um I had a student that we did this is a long time ago. I broke out the yoga ball because it was just me and him. And it was like this old guy. And I was like, okay, we can do like some low impact stuff on the yoga balls. You won't get hurt. It's injury free. You just kind of move around on the yoga balls. It'll be like an opponent. Like literally, I started the timer, and I remember seeing it hit like forty-five seconds in, and he broke his ankle. <laughs> oh my god! Like rolled over on his ankle and broke, and I was like, "God damn it!" It was just the two of you. Yeah, it was just oh, the two of us. The worst. And I so then like every oh my god, and then it was like a big thing every time the yoga balls came out. I broke my ankle skateboarding one time, and uh, because you were too clunky and. No, no. It was actually, like, I used to be 130 pounds. Like, I was a much smaller frame person. Yeah, at five years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it wasn't even that cool of a trick because, like, I did a I did a backside 180 onto a tabletop that went down like a pyramid. And so I was skating backwards. Like, I was skating. I'm sorry. You okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was skating fakie down the back of this pyramid. And I got, I got the wobbles real bad. And my back foot slid off. And the rest of my body kept going. And so I snapped my ankle, right? And I had I had two of my buddies with me. The funniest part about it is like we were all dads. Like all of us were like dads who had like started going, you know what? We should give this skateboarding thing a try. Again. <laughs> yeah. And it was when I was stationed in Texas. And two of us were skateboarding. And my buddy Derek was rollerblading. And so oh my he, god. He was like, he was like, yeah. And I know Nate would love that. <laughs> I love Nate too. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I know I Nate mean, would be all about that. That sounds what a silly. what a loser. <laughs> Dope. Um, um, but yeah, so like, so it was two of us were skateboarding, and then you like look over and uh, and Derek's doing like these grinds on his aggressive inlines and stuff like that. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, he was he was dope into that. They were they were pretty aggressive inlines. Super aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd call him angry inlines. <laughs> he was he was grinding, if you will, on some of the sick uh, lips, and um, so I was like, "Hey guys," because it didn't hurt. Like initially, it didn't hurt. Like I snapped my ankle in half, and I said, "Hey, I think I broke my ankle." 
And they were like, no, I said, uh, I think I dislocated my ankle. And they were like, is it just, are you sure it's just dislocated? I was like, yeah, yeah. He goes, you think you guys can pop it back in? So they came over and they took my shoe off and like my ankle is like flopped over because <laughs> it's just, it's completely separated from the rest of my leg. Yeah. Dislocated. It's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so like they keep like, they're like, I don't know how we should put this back in. And so they're like, it's just three of us and they're, they're holding my leg and they're like grinding it into my fibula. You know? uh, and they're just like, does that hurt? I'm like, I don't really feel anything, but I don't also don't feel like it's slipping back into place. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, and they let go of it and it just falls over like, like a dead fucking raccoon. And I'm uh, like, let me go to the trunk. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so uh, my buddy's like, I got some popsicle sticks and some duct tape. And I was like, fam, get it. Yeah. But um, Genius. I was in my, uh, two, I was in my 1999 Honda Accord stick shift. And I had to drive myself to the hospital. Oh, yeah. And so I was one-legged driving the whole way. Whoa. Yeah. That's not. I live eight minutes from the skate park now. Guess so how many getting. popsicle sticks did he have? Three. It wasn't enough. That's not yeah, enough. That's just it wasn't a, enough. Uh-huh. Any more than that would be a suspicious amount of popsicle <laughs> sticks. What are yeah. you doing with all those yeah. popsicle sticks? I heard Timothy McVeigh had seven popsicle sticks with him yeah. when, they, when they arrested him. Well, so. Hitler had a pack of 50, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so you live close to the skate park. I live eight minutes from the skate park now. Uh-huh. I'm gonna, I'm definitely getting skateboard. Dude, it's I gonna happen. Do. We're gonna have to do that. So it's guess who's, be, it's gonna guess be who's that gonna mo- be in a cast soon? Be that yep. moment. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna find out real quick. <laughs> the next episode is gonna be us going. Well, Johnny's in a cast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're sorry, Johnny can no longer be with us. That's right. <laughs> oh, just working on my drop in in a terrible skateboarding accident. I'm just feeding Johnny. Yeah, because <laughs> he can't beat himself. I know. I I'm, know. I'm chewing up bananas and then putting them in Johnny's mouth. <laughs> when it's <laughs> like, <laughs> when it'll happen is when I go uh, wakeboarding the next time, probably. And you decide to do that the, sir, that 180 flip. And that's when it'll happen. Yeah. And you get kappa. Your kappa gets detated. My kappa gets detated. Yeah. Um. That'll for sure happen. I remember there were times whenever I was like. Well, I mean, like, I got one more one more in me. I might as well just fucking do something crazy and then wake up. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are, those are rough falls on the, it's like concrete. Uh-huh. Some of those guys are just badass, dude. They'll take some what? huge falls yeah. and keep going on the same day, on the same Not thing. Not me, dude. What scares me the most is like the ACL tears that they have in wakeboarding because your foot is stuck in that. And if something goes wild, your knee's going to get ripped out. Mm -hmm. Snowboarding. I'm like like a big Mm -hmm. pussy, dude. Like I've like I've gotten in the I've gotten up in the morning to go to work and stub my toe on the edge of my bed. And I just call into work. I'm, like, I'm, just, I'm not coming in today. Guys. Yeah, probably <laughs> the best choice. When you're serving our country, like what I else know. are you gonna do? I know. I'm like, look, guys, ISIS won today. Like, I'm yeah. not gonna make it today. What was it I was saying to you earlier? What were we talking about? Uh, thank you for your service. Yeah, the thank you for your service thing. I don't remember what I, what I was gonna start saying to people. Oh, I, well, you know what you got yourself into. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> John, John, so for our veteran listeners out there, Johnny Johnny made it very clear that um, he's not thankful for your service because you am not. You were, Don't put that on me. Was, because you knew what you were getting into. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> I don't even remember what it was in reference to. It oh, was that Vietnam you can't. Veteran. No, is that you couldn't grow a fucking beard? Oh, because I'm in the That's military. That's what it was. Yeah. And I said, well, you know what you got That's yourself into. Right. And then you said, and I'm going to start telling every Vietnam veteran you knew what you were getting into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of thank you for your service, that's yeah. how I'm just going to respond. I'm thanking you for shit. You knew what you were. I'm not going to do that. That's terrible. Don't put that on me. I don't like when people thank me for my service. Um, I prefer to tell them that they're welcome for my service. (laughs) (laughs) So I usually come up to people at like gas stations or whatever and just say, you're welcome. Have you seen those false valor videos? Oh, stolen valor? Yeah, Yeah, it's real, dude. It's weird, man. But does that really get you that heated, do you think? I don't get mad about stolen valor. But... So one, it's actually illegal. Like it's against the law. Right, yeah. Like they've made it against the law to do stolen valor. We it, used to watch videos of it. You remember? It just I depends. Think and I used to watch them. Like it just depends on. Why would we watch videos of stolen valor? I, I feel like we we used to watch weird YouTube uh, videos all the time. Uh-huh. It, for me, it just depends I, I, on what I, it is they're doing. Like I, what? What are what they claiming? Degree? Like yeah. what are they claiming? Like for instance, um, so there's a bar uh, in North Little Rock. It's uh, Area Fifty One. Is the name of the bar. Neighbors. It's like a, a dive bar. And uh, I was there one time and I heard a guy, he was talking to this girl at the bar. He's an older guy. And, you know, they're talking or whatever. And I kind of overhear him. And he's like, yeah, I prefer to go by my special forces call sign. Oh, God. And I was like, this motherfucker. <laughs> like, that's not a real thing, right? Yeah. And here's the reason why I got upset about that. Because I have really good friends who are in the SF community who are actual SF guys which is special forces, which is army green berets. And like, these guys have lost their lives, limbs. Like they've taken time away from their family. Like the amount of sacrifices they've made. And this guy is saying that he was one of them just so he could possibly get laid. Yeah. You know, but one of the funniest things, and I'm probably going to get in trouble when this episode comes out. Well, she knows I went. She went. Okay. She knows I went to the strip club. Uh-oh. <laughs> also, eight minutes down the road for me. <laughs> Peaches. Yeah. Peaches Gentlemen's Club. So, so we uh, so we came back from our deployment in 2016, and one of the stops that we made was in- The uh, strip club? Well, it was in St. Joe, uh, Nova Scotia. Right? Okay. So, uh, St. John's. I'm sorry. I always say St. Joe. St. John's, Nova Scotia. The Nova Scotians are classic strippers. And they're super nice people. They're, right? stripping, they're stripping people. <laughs> they are stripping. Long so, strippers. Uh, my crew that I was with, my air crew that I was with, they were like, hey, man, we should go to the strip club because, you know, we haven't seen a real boob in so many days, you know, like a couple months. We should, you know, let's go to the strip club. So we're like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. So we go in there. And there's a group of aircraft maintainers, right? They're mechanics. Ugh, the worst. The worst. They're like, we just the want to see some boobs. Worst. Right? So we go in there. With our homies. But yeah. So what was funny is like, so so we are air crew, right? So we are actually like actual air crew members. And so we get in there and we sit down and this lady comes over. She's one of the, um, one of the establishment uh, patron. Uh, she's a waitress, but also isn't wearing a shirt. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, oh, what are you guys here for? And we're like, oh, we're just coming back from our deployment. She goes, oh, you guys are U.S. military guys? And we're like, yeah. And then she goes, are you guys um, pilots just like those guys? So we look over and it's all those aircraft mechanics. And so like we look at them, we're like, these motherfuckers are not pilots. Mm. But then I was like, you know what? It's been a long deployment. Let's just let them have this. So we go. No, we're just mechanics. Those guys are the real heroes. That's how. It, see, you just let the terrorists win. Yeah. Sorry. 
Well, here's the thing about titties. <laughs> <laughs> they make you think a lot of crazy things. But I just remember thinking, like, it was so weird. Like, speaking of Stolen Valor, like, in their minds, because they're just mechanics, in their minds, they're like, well, if we tell these strippers that we're pilots, we're, like, up on the status, you know, like, we're yeah. increasing our status. And then, but it's we, like not but, that big of yeah, a deal. Yeah, but we are those people, and we're like, it's not that big a deal. You never expected to like run into, you know, like, yeah, they didn't expect us to come in. Oh, fuck, there's actual pilots. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> but it's like, we're black belts, right? And we look at that and go, we're not any different than anybody else. Yeah. But there are people who look at us and go, oh my God, you're a fucking black belt. And I'm like, I am, really? Me? Fuck. What did yeah. I do? Like, I don't. I literally feel zero difference between when I was a purple belt and now that I'm a black belt. I don't feel any different whatsoever. I feel more attractive, more handsome. Yeah, but we more know you, intelligent. You, you're a hype guy. Faster, smarter, <laughs> stronger. You're literally the million dollar man. Yeah. <laughs> Nate, what about you? When you got promoted to black belt, and you've been a black belt now for three years. Yeah. So do you feel different from being a black belt versus when you were not a black belt? You know, were, did you, before you were black belt, you know, like when you were purple belt and brown belt, did you teach classes at that point in time? Yeah, I did. So I think that's just it. You know, it's like you had already felt that sense of responsibility kind of that comes with the black belt. Because that's, you know, that's what I... <laughs> Go on. That's what I associate with with a with having a black belt. <laughs> Continue. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> Just that sense of responsibility, you know, where people, you know, people are going to be watching you and, uh, you know, heeding your word and seeking your wisdom. Heeding? And to, like warming it up? Uh, well... You oh, know, heating, like H-E-A-D-I-N-G. I think people are looking to believe in something fair. To, yeah. a, to a high degree. I mean, you know, that's why so many people are so religious. I mean, we just want something to believe in that makes decision making easier mm -hmm. for us and makes cope and it's a coping mechanism as well. And so a lot of times you come in that form. Now, if you're not instructing like as a black belt, I, I, you know, to me, I wouldn't see it as any different except for bigger target on your back for mm -hmm. people to, to beat you. You know, and people are always trying to beat a black belt. I come, I combat that with letting the first, the letting somebody who's training on the first day tap me. Yeah. You know yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. So it's like, like nobody really knows when I'm legitimately tapping. Right. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> You hide it. Uh, yeah, it's 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 hidden, so it's all good. Yeah, most of the time it's it's like, well, I tried for maybe twenty five percent of that, right. and the rest of the time I was kind of letting you work. Or not to sound like that douche, but it's like yeah. a, you're being a humble bragger right now. Uh, most yeah. of the time, I just but with I'm talking about with like well, my well, own students. A lot of, of my course. own students, like a lot of them, can get me whenever they wanted to. But then a lot of them too, some, like yeah, you got some good players. Yeah, a lot of them know. Like I have one guy that's like, I I told him the other day, I was like, I'm really trying to be faster and not heavier with you because like he's a smaller guy, he's a purple belt and he's fast and he's talented, he's really good. And so I'm like trying to pick up the pace with him. If I go, if I match his pace or if I match his uh, pressure level, uh, I feel like he beats me. Because I, I have a, a struggle controlling my weight at that level. But it, whenever I like turn Same. it up at my level, then it's like, okay, well, that was not a problem for me. 
you know, does that make sense? It, it does. And, you know, <clears throat> one of the biggest things, because we've all owned or, God, you're, I'm so sorry. Yeah, we're going to have to move that. I keep punching his mic. It's okay. It's a work in progress. I, uh, <laughs> when, uh, you gotta hit it back every time you hit Johnny's. <laughs> I'm hit yours. Well, we were we were talking about sleight of hand, and like when you moved yours and mine shook, I was like, "How'd you fucking do that?" Bro? He was like, "I thought he did a magic trick, but it was I've you." And then Johnny will hit mine. <laughs> so yeah, had to get up and walk around. Um, one of the things that that I've 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 dealt with, um, not personally, but. So I dealt with it personally, and then I dealt with it when in a mentor position was um, so my a couple of my buddies who are they own their own gyms with their brown belts, and they are the highest ranking people in their gym, right? So they they are the highest ranking member and the instructor of their gyms, and then when I train with them, my biggest critique for them is that like well not one of them but the other one for sure now but the other one had the same issue in the beginning was you're not moving enough. Like you need to move more. Uh-huh. And where that comes from is when you're the top dog in your gym, like you're a brown belt with a bunch of white and blue belts, uh-huh. you can chill right. and you can play the positions because you know they're not going to catch you. But then when you go and train with other brown belts or black belts, that timing issue uh-huh. is now mm-hmm. what's getting you submitted. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And so I've had to work on that with two of my my buddies who are both brown belts who are kind of owning they own their own gym and I've trained with them I'm like dude you guys got to move more like you're not moving enough and their biggest thing was like you know it, you're right man but the biggest thing is is like I'm so used to being able to play around in these positions because my students can't catch me so they turtle up and their students can't take their back right and well, a they lot turtle of- up on me and I'm taking their back you know? And a lot of times movement equals energy, you know, using energy and getting yourself into a bad position. Right. And if you're moving, if you're moving in the right direction at the right speed. So like, you know, if, if I turtle up out of a position, I'm looking to regain the guard. So my movement is so it, there's as long as you're transitioning at the right times. Mm-hmm. So when I say you're not moving enough, like my, my point is, it's like you can't camp out. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing over there? Um, you can't camp out in a position. So like you can't, like dominant positions or what? Well, like so like uh, a guy goes to turtle, right? Uh-huh. He turtles up on you. Well, with the white and a blue belt, you can hang out and turtle all day long because their skills aren't enough to be able to crack that egg. Right. But like if you and I trained and you turtle up on me, if you stay there long enough with my experience level uh-huh. and my knowledge level, I'm going to eventually crack that egg uh-huh. and I'm going to end up taking your back or I'm going to force you into a position that puts me in a dominant place. And that's kind of what I was talking with them is like, you know, this whole like being defensive all the time because you can play defense with your white and blue belts, but with your brown and black belts, you can be defensive, but you have to also be inversely offensive at the same time that's a good you know defense I mean? talking about a good defense sometimes is a good, good offense, offense right yeah because they, you can't attack me if i'm attacking you right we, you know you you have to make a choice unless like, you've got unless they have real good counterattacks and you're right afraid. and even then the counterattack is an attack based off of a defense to a counter you know what i mean like yes. so even a counter they're on the they're they on, the be on the defense catch up. yeah exactly so 
What you got there, buddy? Well, you guys were talking about bullshit. On 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 that note, though. Yeah. On that note, right? When when like coaches say, "Be first, be first, I don't like be first, right? Because then you get yourself into a hurry to be first, and it, it could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Sure. It's like like be sensitive, be aware, be in good base, be in good posture, all those things. But like, be first, right? That's my other political agenda. <laughs> Don't be first. Uh, don't be first. Just, okay, so be first into the best position possible. No texting on the job. A lot of these are the same. Sorry. It was, <laughs> it was one of my students. He was asking about a particular situation. I don't know what face I'm, I'm making right there. This is. That uh, was like your go to preschool face. I think, well, I think we're like laughing, or maybe he's crying. He I'm looks laughing. to be crying. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is I also a scrapbook. Like that choker you're wearing. Oh yeah, you'll see that pretty often. <laughs> in here. here I am organizing children. <laughs> you, you go, go sit. Yeah, <laughs> this is pay no attention to the fact that I only wear black long sleeve shirts. Whatever, guys. <laughs> I was going through a moment. Did you have a degree in teaching? No, they, they just, just let you do it. Yeah, it was. It wasn't like kindergarten. Or you were like at a bus stop. No, it was preschool. You were like at a bus stop and they were like, you ever thought about teaching kids? No, I had a girlfriend that got me into the job. And then... Uh, That's a weird way to I became it. Well, I became Montessori certified through okay, yeah, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then continued with the work. But I didn't like go to school specifically to be Obviously. a teacher. Again, here's classic Johnny Choker uh, organizing children. Good times. That's really all I got. It's pretty much the same pictures over and over again. What are you putting on her hand? Is she is she putting a glove on? I was blessing her. <laughs> so you're free to go now. I like uh, what's funny about this picture is that there's a girl putting on a pink jacket. But there's also a pink jacket in the background. So then it looks like she's just also hanging from a book. <laughs> <laughs> there's no telling. Whoa. All right, uh, so let's wrap this shit show up. Um, oh, show. I think we're, the audience at home may want to see this one. They will. <laughs> they will. We're going to take pictures and we're going to do a collage. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and we have video of it, too. Yep. Boom. So, um, yep, Nate, thanks for coming on. Yes, sir. We appreciate it. It's been fun. Nate, yeah, you we're going to have me, you on. You made me just get warmed up. You made me laugh a whole lot. Dude. It was a blast. Good. I'm glad you're yep. here. Honored yeah. to be on here. Yeah, it's funny we on. get different like kinds of episodes out of different people. Yeah, dude. our last one was pretty serious and pretty like, I'd yeah. say it was like more on like a motivating kind of. TJ's a yeah, very motivating TJ was super person. Motivating, and then we get Nate mm -hmm. on, and uh, and he's and just he's like, not you idiots, <laughs> you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> and that's the you're right, dude. Because like, I'm trying like the whole time we were talking, like we've been talking for what, like almost two hours. Now? Yeah, two hours. We haven't talked about any fucking thing. Nothing. No, we, we've talked nothing. about a lot of things, but nothing mostly. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Well, I had my two political agendas. Yep. Yeah. The silly straws. So and, uh, what was the other one? The we talked about a little bit of stuff. We talked some jujitsu. It was don't be first. Don't be first. <laughs> yeah, don't be first. If we you're went... not first, you're last. We all know that. There so. you go. But, I mean, you could be second or third, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, but this is a good episode. I like it. I, I don't think I've ever. I'm drunk. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, Mitch drunk. Well, well, <laughs> well. For next time, give me a script, and I'll stick right to stick it. Stick to we the script. 
We don't yeah. do scripts, man. We used to we used to have uh we used to plan it out. We did. Remember, we talk like about this first, every time. We'll yeah. all memorize some poetry then. Well, I really wish you'd remembered uh, some of your sonnets that you had written for your theater class. I bet you, you I could turn a out a song. I'd like to read, but I may cry. Do it now. I bet you you could. No, you I do don't. Right now? No, I don't want any crying. Are you gonna really? That's cry? not gonna happen. Are you gonna cry? He might. Well, last time I read it, I did. <laughs> yeah, see, I know Nate. <laughs> I know Nate too well. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> we don't like. We don't take kindly to no crying. <laughs> I don't. Last time I, don't I read it, I did cry. Talking about no feelings around here. <laughs> oh man. I want, uh, I want, uh, I know you could, I know you could close this out with a song. Can you do that? That's what we can give All it. that she wants is another baby. She's gone tomorrow, but all that she wants is another baby. Yeah.